0: I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on wfmu.org. What's your first name? Adele. What do you look for when you walk around the park here?
1: I uh, I like to see people with laughing faces, smiling faces. You know, no no arguments, no fighting. I, I don't like that. My daughter sometimes she uh, call me and say, uh, I'm going to come on my way because she's uh, in Brooklyn. And uh, she takes the bus there and comes up and uh, she looks for me there because sometimes I don't hardly see my daughter, uh, Donna.
0: How come you don't see her? Huh? How come you don't see Donna?
1: Because she's in Brooklyn and, uh, well, you know, she always starts to see it to me. But, uh, oh, my, I'm going to come and I'm going to uh, see you now. All right, I say to her, look, I'm going to go about, let's see, um, 6.18. Now, I go, by that time, I'm coming over there and, and uh, McDonald's. And I says, uh, when I, at that time, 6 o'clock, the, uh, no, 6.30, they uh, open the, the, the um, uh, what do you call, it, McDonald's. And we, and we go in, we get our food. So I told Donna, look, I'm gonna get the food. I'm going to go eat slow. So this day, it gives you time to come. So you can see me. And uh, she's been doing this here quite a while now. And I, I'm getting tired of it too. Uh, you mean she
0: doesn't show up?
1: She, she doesn't show up. You know what she does? She, she, all of a sudden she goes, hey Ma, I was here and you wasn't here. Uh uh-uh. uh You wasn't here. She's not telling the truth. I, I, yeah, I was here.
0: Does it hurt your feelings when she doesn't y- come?
1: Yeah, because you know, I don't hardly really see her, and this way uh, at least I could see you. You know.
0: Will you see her for Thanksgiving this year?
1: Uh, it it would have been would nice. It would. You miss her? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things aren't that easy, are they?
1: No. You you
0: asked me for some change earlier for some coffee.
1: Yeah, for coffee all the time, and then I, when I get it, I I always taking and I have a like somebody gave me a present of a mug, a, a, a coffee mug. But I you can use it for tea too. Mm-hmm. So I and I get my coffee, I just pour it right in and I have it.
0: You like your yeah. coffee? Yeah. What's your Thanksgiving message to the world? Huh? What's your Thanksgiving message this year for everyone?
1: For everybody to be happy.
2: Thanks Clay. You know, every once in a while I find myself in a conversation with friends and thinking, I gotta tell the Glisteners about this. The other night, for example, a couple of friends and I were wondering about the words stupid and stupendous.
3: Stupendous. Stupendous. This watch on my wrist. Stupendous.
2: They seem to be somewhat at odds, but they also seem to share a root. So that's our word of the week. Stupid. <laughs> we reasoned somewhat correctly that stupendous somehow means something that makes you temporarily stupid with Awe! Oh! But which came first, the stupid or the egg? I don't know. Well, it turns out that stupid's the stub. We can trace the word back to the Latin stupere, or something like that, which meant stunned, and which also gives us the word stupor. The Latin word comes from a Proto-Indo-European word, which meant to knock or to beat, or alternately referred to a protruding object. I don't know how that works but nice but nice but but it did and oddly enough that's also where we get our word steep as in an incline not to steep tea which I always thought was a weird word anyway the origins of that sense of steep are unclear but may have come from an old Norse word for soaking barley or malt you're soaking in it which produces a beverage that will make you stupid (laughs) (laughs) if only temporarily at least hopefully so right clay okay back to you
4: hi it's mark hurst host of tectonic here on wake and bake with a little slice of tech pie amazon's hq2 is an important tech story They've announced that they're gonna build new offices in two cities, one in the Washington DC area and the other right here in New York in Long Island City, Queens. I'm interested in Amazon because, like other big tech companies, its power and influence seem to be growing with little or no obstacles standing in its way. In the case of HQ2, when the announcement came out, New Yorkers realized the terms of the deal. We are actually going to pay Amazon to locate here. The amount? One and a half billion dollars. That's billion with a B. At a time when our infrastructure is stretched to the limit, it seems excessive, to put it lightly. Even the Wall Street Journal, usually pro-business, called the Amazon deal a fleecing, a racket, and crony capitalism at its worst. That's $1.5 billion from New Yorkers to Amazon. Now, if you live in New Jersey, you can be glad that you dodged this one because your elected officials promised Amazon seven billion dollars if Amazon would locate there. I just don't know why we need to pay Amazon billions of dollars to open an office since it's already the most valuable company in the entire world, but what do I know? I do know that next time I need to order a book or some paper towels or toothpaste, I'm gonna try to buy it from a local retailer. Hey, buying from local small businesses. That's what I call a prime idea. This has been Mark Hurst with a little slice of tech pie. Tune in at 6 p.m. for my show, Tectonic, right here on WFMU.
3: your favorite cheesemonger, Wendy Del Formaggio, with your weekly cheese report. (laughs) Thanksgiving is coming, and if you celebrate it, you might be thinking about serving cheese to your guests, or bringing cheese to someone else's home. Here are some helpful tips for you. Tips. Tips. Speaking of tips, the most important question you should ask yourself is, Do I trust my guests with a knife? Uh, No! Will a heated holiday argument turn your cheese platter into a Sam Peckinpah tribute? If so, serve softer cheeses that only require a butter knife. Or even better, something like Jasper Hill's Harbison, which, when ripe, can be served with a spoon. Spoon! Another consideration. How's your guest's hygiene habits? Terrible. If you are dining with slobs... Don't let them touch the cheese. That means you have to cut the cheese, cut the cheese, cut the cheese into little cubes, which will dry out. And yes, it's a pain in the tukas. But maybe eating dried out cheese will convince your guests to wash their hands. Or convince you to hang out with cleaner people. Either way, Happy Thanksgiving. Back to you, Clay.
0: If you just turn it around. Now turn it on, Spotlight, and shine it brightly on Plymouth, Massachusetts, our civic showcase community of the week. It's Thanksgiving, so we turn our attention to Plymouth, a city on the south shore of Massachusetts. It's about 239 miles northeast of Jersey City. About 40 miles southeast of Boston.
1: Exactly.
0: Population of Plymouth 59,885,
5: and it's growing. Yes.
0: It's one of the oldest towns in the United States, Plymouth. Named after Plymouth, England, where the good ship Mayflower set sail for America.
5: America. In 1620,
0: Plymouth was founded by the Mayflower Pilgrims. These were English Puritans who'd broken away from the Church of England.
4: Radical in their beliefs, liberal in their social attitudes. The Pilgrims want to determine how they live themselves.
0: Before the Pilgrims, Plymouth was home to the Wampanoag tribe called Patuxet.
1: Patuxet. The plagues of 1614
0: and 1617 killed 95% of the Wampanoag. The Pilgrims took over their cornfields and cleared lands. That first winter, the Pilgrims nearly starved and had no proper shelter. Without help from Native Americans, they wouldn't have survived. Wampanoag tribe chief Massasoit sent a man named Squanto to teach the colonists how to raise corn, catch fish, and set up trading posts for furs. After a bountiful harvest in 1621, the Pilgrims, Squanto and Massasoit, joined nearly 90 Wampanoag men and gave thanks to God for their plentiful harvest. Then they feasted. This was the first Thanksgiving.
1: Remember, these savages are our guests.
0: By the 1800s, Plymouth became a place of shipbuilding and fishing. The Plymouth Cordage Company was the world's largest rope maker right there in Plymouth. They went out of business in 1964 because of, well, the new proliferation of synthetic fiber rope manufacturers. Plymouth is still an active port, but tourism is where it's at today. There's been rapid development in recent years due to Plymouth's proximity to Boston. Pilgrim Nuclear Generating Station, a nuclear plant, is in Plymouth. Of course, Plymouth Rock itself is a big tourist attraction. The rock is said to mark where the Pilgrims landed. Disembarked. Landed. At one point, local officials moved the rock to the city center, but it... Well, it split in two in the process. Now it's back at the original site. Comedian, activist, nutritionist Dick Gregory is from Plymouth, Massachusetts. See the word God means power. We never know God. That's why they call the mob the Godfather. And striper vocalist Michael Sweet is from Plymouth. It makes me want to say. We salute you this Thanksgiving, Plymouth, Massachusetts, 397 years later. And we hope you're listening. It's time to look at today in history, this very historic time of year, Tuesday, November 20th. On this day in 1776, the American Revolutionary War, what happened? Listen to this, you guys. British forces land at the Palisades and then attack Fort Lee. The Continental Army starts to retreat across New Jersey. We're right in the thick of history. We're at Polish Hook here. Couldn't be any more historical. And then look at this. Look at this. Come on. 1789 New Jersey becomes the first U.S. state to ratify your Bill of Rights. Jersey was on top of it like hot fudge on a Sunday. 1820, an 80 ton sperm whale attacks and sinks the Essex, a whaling ship from Nantucket, Mass. 2,000 miles from the western coast of South America, they were freaking out. Herman Melville's 1851 novel, Moby Dick, is in part inspired by this story. The birds!
5: The birds! He rises!
0: 1861, American Civil War, Kentucky secedes from the Confederacy. 1992, in England, a fire breaks out in Windsor Castle, badly damaging the castle and causing over 50 million pounds worth of damaged fire! Fire! He rises! And on this day in 1985, Microsoft Windows 1.0 is
1: released. $99! That's right! It's $99! It's an incredible value, but it's true! It's Windows from Microsoft! Order today! P.O. Box 286 DOS, except in Nebraska!
0: WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount, Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM online! At WFMU.org, that's it for me, Clay Pigeon.
5: Country as country gets. I don't play me no castanets. I don't drink no pink chamois. Just a can of beer for me. don't drive no foreign car I just sit here at the bar with my nicotine and tar there's some pigs feed in a jar and some old man from the second world war, here comes Roy and Sandy Sue, Lord just watch what they can do, hopped up on that mountain dew. And a pair of boots And some good old dancing shoes Watch him twirl across the floor Here comes Earl from Baltimore I damn well know what he will do Gonna try to cut in Cause he still loves Sandy Sue It was many years ago One old cold night 10 below On a highway 10 miles south of Kokomo, Indiana Sandy Sue stopped to pick up a man in a red bandana. That man turned out to be Earl. He made Sandy Sue his girl. Somehow things just didn't work out. they fought so much the whole town could hear them scream and shout. And one day Sandy Sue moved out. Earl couldn't even chase her cause his gout Was so bad So he got in his Oldsmobile And he drove to talk To Sandy Sue's dad Who was a minister Of the Methodist church Down there in Terre Haute With a dog-eared Bible And a shiny red bass boat Earl wouldn't get in that boat He was sure he couldn't float sure that he would drown, and he never would be found. They dragged that muddy bottom, and the sheriff would say, you got him. And they pulled him out with a pole, and they laid him on a shoal. Then come down the hungry flies, and they feasted on his eyes and they stripped him down to the bone they ate every rod and cone now he's a skeleton just a bacon in the sun but his ghost did come to call riding in the trunk of a car hitch all the way here to this smoky old country bar where Roy and Sandy Sue's are dancing, thinking about a little romancing. Up comes old Earl's ghost, just as wide as a Dutch fence post. And he grabs Roy by the arm, and he means to do him harm. But Roy's got a lucky charm, a dirty old rabbit's foot. He shot it out on the farm That bunny it oughta stayed put It shoulda stayed there in the weeds Amongst the towering reeds That grow on the banks of the creek So tall, so thin, so thick Good lord he oughta stayed put Cause now he's lost his foot But Earl's got it in his pants Right there at the country dance And Earl, that jealous ghost My now nah, he knows he's toast That foot had cast a spell said sent that ghost to hell And if that seems a bit severe Well it's been one hell of a year And folks has been so mad from the outhouse to the helipad Now it's time to go Mosey on home again And cozy up with a friend To keep my feet warm Tomorrow night I'll be back again lest there is a storm And I don't think there will be I think it'll still be beer, drink, and weather, drinking together, now and forever in my heart.
0: been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, oh, You're in a good mood today, aren't you? It's <laughs> the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you. Catch the Archive Show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon.
1: They call Join
0: me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.